here on this Wednesday, uh, January 12th, we are finding out more information of the loss of Bob Saget. I mean, this, this storyline, just like the Bronx Fire that has killed 19 and injured 63, and the death toll is rising uh, because of space heaters, and we have a lawsuit. We'll get to that in a minute, but... Bob Saget, it was reported, was found in his sleep. Just a horrible, horrible death on Sunday. In a way, we hate that he's gone, but can we take comfort that he did not suffer? That is, that's the question right now. Can we take comfort in the fact that Bob Saget did not suffer in his death? To die in your sleep is probably the, one of the most scariest things we could ever uh, imagine. And it could have been a stroke. It could have been a heart attack. But he did not suffer, according to police reports and medical examiners. So, can we take comfort in this horrible, horrible young life's loss? 65 years old. Ugh. And so I, I pray that the Full House family and uh, for them, as the tributes continue to pour in. And it's just crazy on Sunday how the house was a theme. We had an apartment fire due to multiple space heaters kill 19 and possibly more, I believe. And then we've got Full House star Bob Saget dead the same day. This is uh, unstable times, and it feels like these losses add to the instability of the world that we're in right now. We're literally floating. We don't know what day is next or what's going to happen one next one day after the next. Let's put it that way. So there, that being said, I'm uh, I'm a hundred percent sure that uh, there will be some stability. I, I think Georgia winning after for the first time since 1980 is kind of a stable thing. We'll get to that in a minute, but I want to get to this lawsuit. So on. According to uh, Newsbreak, I believe that's what it's called. One of the news apps, I think. Um, there has been a $1 billion lawsuit filed against the landlord of the apartment building that caught fire. Survivors file first lawsuit seeks $1 billion in damages. The lawsuit say the city and the landlord had actual notice of defective conditions at the building when the fire breaks out. And if you're in New York and you find, and when these tragedies happen, you notice that there's a lot of inspections that seemingly go unread. A lot of inspections that seemingly just go, as they say, ignored. 
and why? Why does a building fire have to happen for people to be held accountable? Why can't there be action taken? I just, I don't understand any of the methodology here. Any of these tragedies. I mean, this condo in Florida, when it collapsed, you know that it, um, It had been inspected, and in 2018, there was an engineer <clears throat> that pretty much sat on the fact that that collapse was almost eminent, imminent. They released him, but why do people sit on things like that? That is life or death. And so I'm very proud of the survivors who start filing lawsuits because there has to be accountability. Does there not? For the city... For NYCHA, I, I don't know if there's a NYCHA building, but Jessica Valdez says she is grateful. She made out of her 18th floor apartment alive, but too scared to return to her home of 15 years. She's one of at least a dozen tenants signing on to a pair of lawsuits against the city and the landlords, past and present, each seeking one billion dollars. The lawsuit says the fire, which killed 17, I remember they had a death toll of 19, was the result of negligence. FDNY officials say there was an, say the apartment uh, had a door that should have closed on its own, but it malfunctioned. So, to go against this landlord to get damages, I, I truly applaud that. Also, if you want to donate to the Bronx fire victims, you can. Uh, ABC7 has a list. Go to Help NYC Disaster Relief, the website, and you can also call 877-RED-CROSS, the American Red Cross. Salvation Army New York Division has set up the Bronx Fire Relief Fund. Um, text 4144-4144, the word Bronx Fire, for a link to make that donation. And then the city has also created the Bronx Fire Relief Fund. So there's tons of ways to help. And it's it's one thing to be talking about how frustrating it is. It's another thing to take action. So as... As these victims, survivors of this fire, take action, we as citizens in New York City can take action too. A thousand percent. A thousand percent. But on a lighter note, on a lighter note, Stetson Bennett. Okay, this kid, front office sports on their Instagram had an incredible layout of this. I'll, uh... I'll tell you right now what they how they laid it out. Roman Office Sports, gotta follow them. But here's how they laid it out. They said his journey, and you have to swipe through it. He was a two-star recruit, walked on at Georgia, was named the backup, was a transfer, uh, transferred to a junior college, 
then came back to Georgia, named the backup again, and then he became a starter and led them to the national championship. So this walk-on did something incredible. Now, to me, the best play of that game, to me, this is this is the game winner, uh, the best pass from Stetson Bennett all night. Oh. Bennett launching, Mitchell, caught it, touchdown Georgia, for the free play, the dogs retake the lead. That to me was the biggest pass of the night, I mean that was an incredible 40-yarder, but here's my question with Stetson Bennett now, here's my question, is he draft worthy that's going to be the big question because you know he's a walk-on he's not i don't think he's your typical quarterback build and he had a miraculous run and his defense stepped in but that pass was truly remarkable but is he is he quite frankly a uh, quarterback worth drafting and what round does he go? A couple of people tell me that they think second or third. We'll see. But to me, as great of a story as this is, he's not a number one uh, quarterback. I still think Bryce Young will probably be going one or two uh, after winning the Heisman for Alabama. But, wow. What a night. And to me, any time you can knock off Alabama is a good night. Because, you know, I, I got to say, I respect Saban's coaching. I do. I think when he's up 52 to nothing and hustles his guys to the line, that's why they're winning almost every year. But to be knocked off the block a little bit is not a, a, a bad thing either. Uh, and so, there you go. The Georgia Bulldogs, for the first time since 1980. Can we talk about the run for Atlanta, for Georgia, by the way? Because this was in the, um, <clears throat> in the, what do they call it? Georgia Dome? I don't even know what they call it. But I think it's Mercedes-Benz Field. Anyway, they, uh, no, Mercedes-Benz is Superdome. Anyway, the run that Georgia was on, first of all, being number one, then you had the baseball team, the Braves, in the fall, Winning the World Series for the first time since, what, 1995? And who knows if Freddie Freeman stays or not. We got to see what happens there. But what a run. And, and Monday night capped off a beautiful run for Georgia. And, of course, they had, uh, had in the college football playoff one. They beat. Yeah, they beat Michigan because Cincinnati lost to Alabama. So, yeah, they beat Michigan. And, uh, you know, it was a solid game. And then on Sunday, by the way, another Georgia connection here. On Sunday, Jake Fromm got the start for the Giants. And he led the team in rushing. And I think at least one pass touchdown. It was abysmal. Look, Joe Judge is gone. If they need it, coach, I'm there. I'm ready. I got the outfit. And my playbook will not include a third and nine QB sneak 
just to make sure the punt could get more yardage. No, no, that's not how we're going to operate. That's not how this team should operate. And at 4-13, and Joe Judge being fired the day after Fromm's alma mater wins it. Oh, that's a good thing. But yeah, Jake Fromm, he was on the Bills practice squad, was picked up by the Giants. Daniel Jones has neck issues, and it's just horrible what's been going on with him since that Dallas game, by the way. To uh, win, uh, to have Jake Fromm on the Giants, I don't know. He might have a a place in this upcoming year, but there's a lot to do. Gettleman's retired, and Joe Judge is out. Giants ownership wakes up. So if you're waking up today for Jake Fromm, I think you got to be happy. you got to be happy that your team just fired its coach that had you run a third and nine, and you've got to be happy that your alma mater is champion. And by the way, they came so close. Jake Fromm was was incredible with Georgia, was he not? And so there, there's where we stand. I'm happy Georgia is gone. I'm happy Georgia won. And to be very honest, I'm I'm a little bit relieved that Bob Saget, while he is gone, did not suffer as he died in his sleep. Died in his sleep. Hey, thanks to my guests this week, Chef JJ Johnson and uh, well, Chef JJ, and then a field trip USA, field trip NYC.com, and of course, uh, open primaries. You can still register, I believe, for that Andrew Yang event today at three o'clock. I might just zoom in there and see what's going on. Um, would love to join. And thanks to you for always downloading, listening, interacting, staying in touch. It's great. Alex at alexgnyc.com. Alex at alexgnyc.com. And before I go, one last note in case you didn't hear already. Keith Hernandez, his number will be retired in July by the Mets. I believe they're going to unveil the statue of uh, Tom Seaver this year as well uh, along Seaver Way. So that should be a big day also. And stay warm. It's still way, way below the average. And it's why fires like Sunday are just so horrible. horrible. Any time a fire happens is horrible. But obviously when it's winter and these heaters are not always working in these buildings and these apartment complexes, a space heater is needed. And, and, and unfortunately... Things like that will happen. Now they will say no candles, and they'll also say no space heaters should be used because both are fire hazards, and it's just horrible. But what can we do? This city is going to rebound eventually, I pray. And um, and and we got to and we got to let it happen. We got to let the healing happen. I'm Alex Garrett. Thanks so much for listening. Alex at alexjnyc.com. We'll talk to you soon.